What happens when you decide that you are ready to take your life to the next level? I'm here to tell you your path to success will not be a straight or quick timeline. It will ask of you to shed your old story, build your emotional intelligence, and put down the story of struggle once and for all to bring your visions to life. This is the unedited audio doc narrated by me, Nina Hayes, providing real life examples and lessons to help you on your journey of becoming elite. So if you're ready, let's go. Hey, Leap, welcome back to today's podcast episode. We have finally made it to the final part of the For the Manifestors series. And I'm so excited because we've covered so much, okay? The first one, we talked about our strategy, how to inform before you initiate, which helps everybody. I think that if you absolutely let people know what you plan on doing, people have a chance to get on board, and then you have proof of concept and you can move forward, right? When we look at the second part, we talked about projections and we talked about how that profile line really shows you if there are some projections that are being brought up to you in your life. Projections that other people may have about you that simply reflect their own shortcomings when it comes to you deciding to move forward to your next level and how we've agreed that you're not going to let those things stop you, right? The third episode, we talked about your inner authority and we talked about how using your inner authority is absolutely key when it comes to making decisions, how you can start to lean on that inner trust so that you can move in power instead of moving the way that the world has told you is the best way to move. And then the last episode that we did, we talked about anger, your not-self theme. And we talked about how the true power is not always this loud event and how that quiet warning sign, that repressed feeling that you know you need to finally get over, that's when things change for you, all right? So in this episode, we're going to talk about your incarnation cross. Now, let me get myself adjusted here. I have a new layout for how I do podcasts, and I'm super excited because I know that my rest cycle is near. Um, Highly recommend that you follow your rest cycle because... When you notice that you need to go within, when you notice that you need to take some time to yourself, super important that you do so. And in the next episode, I will be talking about the rest cycle, but it's not going to be in terms of human design. It'll be more so in terms of signs and really just some information that can help you if you're currently realizing like, It's the end of the year. You need to take a break. You need to cut out the noise. You need to just fully commit to getting back to your center, okay? And I know for a lot of us who have been chugging along and being leaders and stepping up, especially, you know, since 2020, and we've always just been there in moments of realizing that people need assistance, right? We've shown up, we've helped people, we've, you know, endured 
Some of us endured betrayals and endured having to cut things off and having to um, grow and grieve the old season. But when it comes to taking that time for rest, I want you to know that you choosing not to let yourself down is one of the most important things you can ever do for yourself. When you commit to your next season, it often requires time in the waiting room. That time of you going out of your old season into the new season, it's okay to take a beat. And I know the world has told us that we need to be on the go, 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 go. I get it. But as someone who has really built a life of sovereignty and who has built a life where I'm able to really align my life to what I need in my season. I know that a lot of people aim to have that for themselves. And if you're someone that's like, you know what, I want my life to just feel amazing. I want my life to reflect all the work that I've been doing and I want my life to finally feel at peace. I want you to know it requires you to take that time. And it requires you to be unapologetic about it. I've had many times where people are like, you need to be consistent. You need to post three to five times a day. You need to always be available. People are not going to buy if you're not available. And here's the thing. There is no amount of money that can make me lower my standard or energy to service people any longer. Okay, and that's a very distinct message for some of you listening in because you realize that you are the overthinker. You want to provide things in excellence. You want to move with an air of authenticity. You want to simply give and receive the same way you give and receive. And when you understand that, you cannot be moved by what the world deems as consistency be like Beyonce you know Beyonce she's notorious for taking a year to reflect and come back with all the lessons that she has learned so I highly recommend you look up your incarnation cross I'm actually going to read mine Uh, mine is to lead teach and inspire others to build a deliberate and intentional practice that supports the maintenance and the ability to sustain a constructive and positive mindset, to understand the importance of mindset in creating transformational experiences that create breakthroughs in old patterns and habits of limitation and lack. One of the biggest things is that before we get to teaching and before we get to inspiring, we have to be able to lead ourselves, okay? Um... Understanding what my incarnation cross is, the biggest thing is that I have to use my experience and then I have to harness the power of mindset so that I can break free from limitations and lack. That was the hardest season of my life. Okay. The hardest season of my life was realizing that the life that I had become so comfortable in was limiting and was average at best. And it was based on external things. 
It was based on others' ideologies. And I used things to equate my worth. And in breaking free from that, the experience of breaking free from that, it was extremely hard. And I realized that in that moment of needing to do that, my mind wasn't as resilient as I thought it was. Mind you, if you are an avid listener of the podcast, you know, like, your girl been through some things, right? But this year taught me that I am now ready to teach, okay? I walked away from a huge empire and I would do it again, okay? But it got to a point where I realized just how sick my industry was. And the crazy thing is, the more I call it out, the more people and opportunities are flowing to me that are like, you've noticed this too. How can we make this better? Please don't quit. Like, let's work on this. And in understanding that, it wasn't until, which we know based on the series, human design saved my life, right? It can definitely save yours. But in understanding that, there was no way I could simply just walk away. I had to go through a very hard experience of walking away from habits and setting boundaries. I truly believe that the experience of setting boundaries in your life is the moment that pushes you to your incarnation cross. Now, I have not seen a lot of people talk about the Incarnation Cross. Trust me, I have looked everywhere online. And there are a few blogs here and there that talk about it. But there's not many creators. Actually, I haven't found but one creator. And they talk about it very generally. When you look at your Incarnation Cross, it is almost like that lighthouse when you are on a boat and it's like pitch black. And you are trying to find your way. When you go to your incarnation cross, it's going to help you to understand what your next move is. You may read your incarnation cross and it may tell you that you need to have systems. It may tell you that you need to reflect. It may tell you that you need to retreat. It may tell you that you need to stand firm and and speak your boundaries. Mine tells me that I need to harness a powerful mindset as I go through experiences, as I eradicate limitation and lack. Whatever your incarnation cross tells you to do, that is the thing that will be your greatest lesson for the future. As I started observing my incarnation cross, I realized this is exactly what I did seven years ago when I built my empire. Because I had spent 18 months depressed, in the bed, 
I left a career that was draining me, but it was to the point where I had given so much energetically. I had cried so much on that job. I had been so down on that job. I had spent so long on that job, hating life, wondering when I was going to have the guts to leave, to where when I did leave, I had a plan. I worked like I I knew every single step. I was like, okay, I'm going to leave. Then I'm going to, I have money saved. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Every plan that I had, I was like, when I finally get this, I'm going to, I'm going to finally do it. I'm finally going to do this. I'm finally going to do this. And when I finally did, I ended up in the bed with a new baby for 18 months, depressed, feeling pity, feeling sad for myself. And I used to joke about depression was my personality because I had spent so much time allowing my mind to be wrapped around depression and to be wrapped around anxiety and to be wrapped around, well, can I do this? I don't know if I can do this. No, I can't do this. Well, can I do that? Well, when I did it before, it didn't work. And my brain was just this repeating habit of negativity, right? And maybe it wasn't aggressive negativity, but it was just very self criticizing and self-doubting and it was not until I had people around me who were like you need to get up you cannot build anything for your life if you consistently sit here and do nothing about it and so I chose something which was esthetician school I chose it as that thing that every day would get me out of the house. And that's when I first realized that the industry was sick. Because I would go to school and I would see women that did not put themselves together. Some did not take baths. Some did not do their hair. They came in and they're telling me, oh my gosh, you smell amazing. What is that? Oh, you always do your hair so nice. Oh, you always do your makeup so nice and it was just like we're in beauty school right and I had to consistently every day say to myself like I know that other people don't put themselves together I know that other people come in with attitudes I know that other people come in and do the bare minimum but I am not going to be the person that does the bare minimum I'm going to come in in excellence because I know what I'm going to do I need to stay positive. I need to stay focused. I need to stay at this standard. I cannot lower my standard because someone else sees my standard as unnecessary. It's necessary for me because I cannot stay in the bed depressed. There's no money there. There's no love there. There's no self-love there. I cannot do that. And so I continued to press on and I made my plan in school. And I said, you know what? When I leave this school, I am going to open a spa for people of color. And it's going to be a high-end private studio. It's going to be extremely exclusive. Like you can't just walk in and it's going to be a place where people feel low sensory and they're able to relax and restore. And yes, I tried to get a job because I was like, you know what? Maybe I should work a job before I open my own business. Even though I had 
decades of experience working in hospitality, working the front desk. And I had, you know, experience working my own business because I started a side business in 2011, which was the money that I had saved so that I could leave my job. But when I went to that job interview with one of the most famous nose doctors in St. Louis, he told me, hey, you have a really good idea. I really, truly believe that you can open your own thing. And that conversation literally catapulted me into a season of opening my own thing. And I started in a small suite. So I totally understand if you're starting small. And I literally, I said, I want a downtown studio. So I will go downtown after work once or twice a week. And I found the location I wanted and I stalked that location and I did a tour like three times. And the guy was like, it seems like you really want this. And I was like, I'm coming back for this. And one year after I opened, I signed the storefront lease and I moved into it by myself. Did the renovation and everything. But it required me to have a positive mind. It required me to realized that my experience was necessary so that I could go to the next level. And when you look at your incarnation cross, whatever experience you're currently having, whatever thing you are dealing with right now, I believe that if you go and you actually pull up your human design chart and you look at your incarnation cross, it's not going to tell you exactly what you need to do, but it's going to give you a little carrot. It's not going to give you the carrot of going to look up jobs because things aren't working, right? You know how you do, okay? When things ain't working, you stressed out. You're like, you know what? I could just go work a job. You you go look up jobs. You see what's out there. you like, I can make more than $20 an hour. And then you just go right back into your business because you realize that you need to get back on track. Well, the Incarnation Cross does the same thing. It puts you right back on track. Because maybe for you, it is that you need to retreat. Maybe you do need to take a social media break. Maybe you do need to set firm boundaries. Maybe you do need to um, cut off relationships because you might have relationships around you that are super toxic, that are keeping you in this mental gaslighting situation that you're going through. And so when you use your incarnation cross as just a key, right? Don't, Don't deep dive, just read it. And use it as a small key, like as a small little glimmer so that you can really move forward to where you need to go. You know, as I built my business and, you know, hired people, fired people, you know, um, was able to create opportunities for other people. It required me to consistently have a positive mindset, understanding that I didn't fully look at my human design chart fully because I've used it for the past couple of years. But when I looked at it fully and I understood my perspective and I understood my digestion and I understood um, my environments and I really looked at my incarnation cross specifically, this year was the year that I fully had to lean on my incarnation cross because the biggest question that I asked myself was what do you do when you've worked tirelessly, you've built this empire and now you just don't want to do it anymore and this is not a feeling that's just like well I don't want to do this anymore like maybe I need a break this is like I really don't want to do this that's exactly where I was seven years ago where I sat at my desk and I knew I don't want to do this right and your inner authority is going to consistently talk to you until you fully listen to it 
And for me as an emotional authority, I knew that my dominant feeling was this is not it. Even on days where I'm smiling in front of customers and I'm I'm happy and I'm good and I'm listening to music and I'm finding different defense mechanisms to keep me going, I still knew deep down inside, yeah, this is not it. And when I finally looked at this year, the warning light was so loud because I found myself grieving my grandmother's passing from 2021 that I never took the time to stop and deal with. And so when I hired people to help me to do their jobs, to really just handle their business, I realized that the standard of excellence and self-initiative that I have is not the same standard of excellence and self-initiative that other people have. Now, your human design will tell you that as well, you know, as you start looking deeper into it. But I realized that my greatest lesson from my incarnation cross is that I have to separate myself from people who live on patterns of limitation and lack. Because it is extremely hard to have a positive mindset when you're around people who only know struggle, who only know excuses, who only know limitations, right? And if you're a business owner, you get it. People come in, they want to get hired, they're inspired, they want to work with you, but then they can't get to work on time. But then... They can't be trusted to do things by themselves. See, when you're in the building, you get this image, right? But when you're not in the building, it's a totally different story. And so how do you take care of yourself? How do you restore yourself? How do you still love and give to people when you realize that the facade is not real, right? How do you do that? How do you continue to pour into people and your energy is draining because you're slowly realizing that people are sick. The more you work on actualizing yourself, the more you work on studying yourself, the more you work on living in your authentic truth, the more you work on what you got going on. Keep in mind, we ain't even talked about your personal life, your kids sick, your your man sick, your relationships or you're single and you have no time to date, or you really just don't make time for you. And yet it's still this pull onto you that you have to do more in order for someone else to do their part. So you're always going above and beyond. It's never 50-50. It's always 99-1. And you're burnt out. And that's where I realized that The experiences that I endure in my life require me to step up and set my boundaries. For all of us, it requires that we be the leader of our life. This is why being a manifester, I used to hate it at first because I felt like it was the most loneliest journey ever. And it kind of is. But when you, no matter what your type is, Approach your life with the manifester lens of, I am in control of my life. I decide, even when I don't decide, I allow these situations to happen. Even when the situations were less than favorable, I allowed this to happen. When you look at your life and your life is the way it is and you don't like it, you realize that you were an active participant. 
Whether you did anything or whether you followed along, whether you were on the default, or you actually designed it, whether you actually said you wanted that luxury apartment and now you don't, whether you actually said you wanted that relationship and now you don't, whatever it is, you're not a tree. You can move, you can make decisions, you can say this does not work for me. And when you look at that incarnation cross, nine times out of 10, it's going to give you that glimmer that's going to show you that. See, for me, mine showed me that I needed to separate myself from anything that did not meet the mark. Because I worked too hard to make sure the mark is met. So I can't afford mentally, spiritually, physically, financially, I cannot afford to bring on people that give lip service and say they understand that I have a high mark and that they can help meet the mark as well. And then they don't. I have to remain positive to know it's okay. The capacity is not there, right? Yours may be, let me see, let me, let me read a different one. You may have one that is, here we go, about leading, teaching, and inspiring people to engage in exploration and experimentation and to resist doubt and confusion to help people expand their thinking and their consciousness to help people be open-minded and inspired and you might be thinking that that is the one thing that you struggle with like people might have told you oh my gosh you're always your heads in the clouds you're always thinking about these new ideas and you're always experimenting and you're always just you got a solution for everything and you feel like it's a bad thing. But then you look up your incarnation cross and you're like, wait a minute, that's what I'm supposed to be doing. Why is it that the people around me want me to be this version of me that I am not? Why is it that people see this and instead of celebrating it, they condemn it? And if you feel that way, if you're realizing that you're changing, you're growing, you want something different, the people around you are really not wanting that for you, understand that it's genuine. They don't want you to hurt yourself. They don't want you to do something that they've never done. They don't want you to do something that they might have failed at. But then you got to flip that perspective and realize they haven't done it. They failed at it. If you're the person that identifies as the chosen one or the black sheep or the generational curse breaker, you're supposed to break it. You're supposed to go the other way. For me, my family was very negative. And there's almost this limiting mindset of, well, I'm just grateful to God. And let me fix that because being grateful is living out your life abundantly. Being grateful is not lowering your quality of life to simply be grateful God woke you up today. That is not living out loud. That is not living larger. That is living in fear, scarcity, and lack. How does your life grow when you live that way? How do you experience and play your life full out when you simply find some kind of way to not move? Or you settle for 
where you are and you never give yourself the opportunity to go forward to your next level because you found this toxic gratitude that keeps you bound for however many years. So at its core, if I could wrap this up in a nice little bow, I will tell you that your incarnation cross is going to be that key that's going to help you in those moments that you know it is time for you to walk away from your old season and walk into your new season. And that is so, so powerful. If you are feeling unsure, you are feeling alone, you are feeling stuck, you are feeling as if it is time for you to move into your next level. Trust me, I totally understand. This year, I walked away and my silence left a huge, huge, loud message that I refuse to sit and deal with disrespect. And I especially refuse to deal with it from sick people. All right? But what I need you to understand is whatever season that you're being called into, if you're afraid to step into that season... Or if you are nervous about stepping into that season, give your incarnation cross a look because there might be something there that is like, aha, this is what I needed. Aha, this is this is helpful. And that's going to help you. Maybe you're in the waiting room to look it over. But here's the thing. For someone like me, it was positive mindset. So even when all hell is breaking loose, when it just seems like everything is crazy, I had to learn how to be able to walk away from survival mode, lack, limitation, scarcity with a smile on my face because I know that this next season is abundance. I'm not going to settle because I know that I must meet the mark. God has a mark and a quality that he wants us all to live on and whether others choose to live on it or not, it's none of my business. But when I choose to live on an elite level, live on, you know, really moving towards my next season, if I really truly want to become elite, right, then I have to be willing to walk away from what is not. No need for an explanation. Simply walk away from what is not. Move towards your season of abundance. The sooner you do that, whatever fear, whatever is holding you up right now is, is literally going to be small. It's no longer going to be a giant to you, but it requires you to fully move. And I truly believe that your incarnation cross can be the key to help you do that. So we got one more episode coming up, which is the season finale. And I'm super excited because we're moving into a brand new season. Super excited for all the things we're going to roll out when we return for season four. But what I will say is this. If you know that you feel called to work with me, there are plenty of ways to work with me. You more than likely already know how to work with me. Simply DM me on Instagram at I am Nina Hayes and let's get started. All right. So listen, sending you all the love Thank you so much for sharing with your friends and leaving reviews. And whatever you do, just keep becoming elite.